sounds on the beat. I just hopped up out the train, about to do another show. Cashing my checks in, then I do the woo. Either I'm fast or the city really slow, cause I'm passing them like, bro, let's go. Oh, they mad, huh? Oh, they mad, huh? The gag is, I'm a shade anyway. But the gag is, I'm a show out all day. And the gag is, they gon' tune in anyway. <laughs> These bitches could never.
He actually was planning on going to a school, but just somehow ended up at the grocery store, live strapped the camera to himself and literally went in there shooting people. Like he was like, I don't know what this was. Like this was ridiculous. It was like some out of a, like out of a, a video game, you know? And I was actually disgusted. Today was my first time actually seeing the video of him going in the store and just shooting those people. What game is that? Do we know what game that is? Somebody put the name of that game in the chat that they be doing the shooting. Um, you could tell I don't really play a lot of these video games, but I'm gonna tell you this though. Um, Call of Duty, that's the game. It looked like a freaking live Call of Duty. And I'm gonna be honest with you. Listen, don't counsel me, but as sad as that was, I'm gonna be honest. Hasn't it gotten so bad now with these video games and, and things like that? And what we see on television, you almost become desensitized because you feel like, shit, this looks like a video game until you realize this is not a game. <laughs> these are real people and this is a real situation. And this man is really in there killing people. And then what fucked me up was the idea that he went past the white guy pointed the gun at the white guy by the register and said, oh, I'm sorry. Like, he was playing a game. Like, this is crazy. Um, but one of the victims was the uh, store's heroic security guard, Aaron Salter Jr., who happened to be a former police officer. He died protecting others by firing his weapon back at Peyton. Here's a picture of the hero here. Let's take a brief moment of silence. Okay, after the shooting... Peyton's relatives spoke out and blamed COVID-19 and the quarantine for his actions. Now, how the hell do you blame COVID-19? This is what his cousin Sandra Komarov had to say. Um, okay, yeah, yeah. He was very paranoid about getting COVID, extremely paranoid, to the point that his friends were saying he would never he would wear the hazmat suit to school. Then he got COVID a few weeks ago. She then said, that's the only way to say it. And when you're at home all day on the internet, you're missing out on human contact. There's a lot of emotions and a lot of body language. You're not getting as when you're, when you see their face. So now COVID-19, like we, first of all, we have to stop using COVID-19 for everything. And I don't even want to get into a whole COVID-19 rant, but we, the people, you know, black people use COVID-19 as a reason, you know, to not render services, not pay rent, you know, get a little PPP long. It's the pandemic. You Can you give me a discount on the lemonade? You know what I mean? We're in the middle of a pandemic. I can't pay my bills. We're in the middle of a pandemic. Can I get $10? Not we're in the middle of a pandemic. Let me go shoot up a store. White people just do shit differently. Like you, since when, like we've taken the we're in the middle of a pandemic, COVID nineteen talk way too far. You know, I'm I'm here for the you know the you know when you call your service provider. You know, we're in the middle of a pandemic, so we're all off at three o'clock. We just got here at noon. You know what I mean? Office hours only from eight to uh, eight to eight to nine because we're in the middle of a pandemic. Two three years later, not we're in the middle of a pandemic. Let's go shoot the shit out of everybody in the local market. This is crazy. And then the mom somehow trying to use the pandemic to justify why this white boy went out and killed 10 people and injured 13 people. That is absolutely ridiculous and absurd. OK, there's no way that you can justify this. It was nasty. It was disgusting. And my heart goes out to all the families and victims involved. Now, let's move on from that before I start saying some nasty, nasty things about white people. OK, 
All right, India Ari, I am not my hair. All right, apparently she's not feeling Jack Harlow, okay? NDRE is calling out another white man after previously calling out controversial podcaster Joe Rogan for his use of the N-word. This time it's Jack Harlow, who recently learned in an interview that Brandy and Ray J are siblings. While Jack is a part of the new generation of hip-hop, he also he's also a 24-year-old white boy. Um, the latter part is exactly why India took her Instagram story to call him out. Let's take a look at this post. Just because you make black music doesn't mean you know black culture. If you don't know Brandy's voice when you hear it, who even are you? Well, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm with you when you write. <laughs> I'm with you when you write, India. I'm kind of with her. You know, first of all, let's just be very clear here. No shade. 24 or not, you got to know Brandy, especially as an artist. Like, you know, even if you're a rapper, doesn't even matter what race you are, just as an artist, like, you know, and especially in hip hop culture, I, you should know different genres of music. You should study different genres of music just so that you can really hone into your craft. In my mind, that's what I would believe. You know, you would go and listen to some blues, some R&B, you know this, you know that. You know, you get a variety so you can really be in with the culture, um, especially if you're a white guy, right? And so I think at some point he should have gotten a history lesson on um, Brandy and Ray J, but especially Brandy, you know? But India then slammed Jack for deducing brandy's legendary status okay um take a picture of this when an actual musician who makes black music deduces i hope i'm saying that word right one of the industry's most important voices brandy to ray j's sister who is famous mostly for his proximity to kim kardashian she then reminded jack's Harlow of Brandy's influence. Take a look at this. India wasn't having it. And, and we hear Brandy's influence everywhere. Plenty of non-black singers. Ask them. Even male singers. Gospel singers. And people know Ray J better? This stupid, 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 stupid. Was India dragging it or is she valid? Well, I think India has been fed up. I don't think she was dragging. I think she was dragging it a little bit. No shit. I think she was dragging it a little bit. But at the same time, I'm with you when you're right. You know what I mean? The guy, he knew Ray J. Ray J is a little bit more trendy. Ray J is a little bit more kind of in your face. It's the sex tape every blue moon. You know that comes up all the time. He probably doesn't know Ray J makes music. Does anybody know? think of Ray J's music? He probably knows Ray J from being on like the Zeus Network or loving hip hop or, you know, but more, more famously, his link to Kim Kardashian. Like, who doesn't know Ray J? That is a famous situation. Like, we cannot deduce, if that's the word, Ray J's impact on hip hop culture. I mean, Ray J literally was banging Kim Kardashian and allegedly banging Whitney Houston, too. So let's just be real here. Ray J is a pioneer and an icon in his own right. And so, India, while I understand your point, we can't sleep on Ray J's legendary status either. However, 
Brandy has one of the most iconic voices of our time. Um, and she's literally the vocal Bible. So I think that, you know, you should know Brandy. I love Brandy here. And Brandy is just an icon. Yes, maybe perhaps Jack Harlow didn't get a chance to watch Moesha. But I mean, they got reruns somewhere on BET. You know what I mean? Hell, I watch Fresh Prince and, and, and uh, Martin every day late at night when I'm going to bed. So there was some culture. It, it could have popped up somewhere. You've seen Mo to the, e to the somewhere. Okay, you got a black girl that know Brandy for damn sure. Because let's be very clear. Them hoes, Brandy started the micro braids. In my opinion, every black girl had the micro braids so much so far. Them girls was losing their edges trying to look like Brandy. You know that. So Jack Harlow give me he like black girls. So you definitely need to learn about Brandy because them micro braids was looking good. Every black girl wanted them micro braids because of Brandy. So you better stop paying and do your research, sir. Anyway, um, later, Brandy responded to Jack's viral moment, and she jokingly fired back. Let's take a look. Um, I will murk this dude in a rap at 43. By the way, she looks good. On his own beat, and then sing his ass to sleep. Yes, sing his ass to sleep, Brandy. Sing his bitch ass to sleep. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but I, let's give Jack Harlow some grace. I like Jack Harlow. He has a special place in my heart, especially since he performed live with Little Nas X. You know, he's a he's an ally of the LGBTQIA community. Um, and he supports us here. And listen, he is our white chocolate brother. So we are going to support him and, and, and give him the knowledge. We're not going to bash him, okay? Maybe his parents didn't know Mo Tudor or Etita, okay? But it's okay. You let him know who Brandy is, all right? Anyway, it's time for Danny Lay. Yellow bonus, buddy, what? All right, Danny Lay is attempting to take accountability for her colorist song, Yellow Bonus Buddy Wands. Back in January 2021, Danny, who is Dominican American, shared a snippet of her song, Yellow Bone, which is slang for a light skinned black woman. At the time, Danny was dating the baby. And on the song, she repeated, Yellow Bone, that's Buddy Wands. She really shouldn't have did that. Like, she really should have did that. In the climate that we're in right now, she triggered a lot of people. And, you know, a lot of people already wasn't feeling her. You know what I mean? You know, I'm not going to go off on a tangent. I, I was really for to go there, but I just did what, you know, girl, I want y'all women in the chat going after me, okay? I see what y'all did to Kevin Savage. God forbid, I have a heart attack. They'd be like, that motherfucker was the one up there defending Danny Lake. Screw that motherfucker. Hell, let him kill over and die like Kevin Samuels. No, for real. But Danny was rightfully dragged online as social media users called her out for shading the baby's dark-skinned baby mama, Mimi. Here's the thing. Real quick with this, guys. We got to stop trying to make it seem like... I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think that he she was trying to down, uh, like talk about Mimi being dark-skinned. I just think that she like, bitch, like, girl, you always trying me. You know, and he liked me, and it just came across the wrong way. I honestly do. I just think it came across the wrong way, the wrong way. I think that Mimi and her troll each other, if I'm being honest, okay? Don't shoot the messenger. Just listen, okay? Uh, Danny did attempt to apologize on her Instagram. Here's a video of uh, Danny Lay's apology. Take a look. Hey, guys. It's Danny Lay, and I just wanted to address what's going on with me right now, Um I think it's super important because I definitely feel super misunderstood and, you know, my song, Yellow Bone is what he wants. Um, I think people 
twisted into thinking like I'm trying to bash another woman, another skin tone. Like that was never my intention. I wasn't brought up like that. I never looked at my skin as a privilege. I never looked at me as I'm better than somebody because of my skin tone. Nah, like I see brown skinned women flaunt their skin all the time in music. Like, why can't I talk about mine? If you look at me, I'm light skinned, I'm a yellow bone. In my opinion, that's just what I am. So it's like, it wasn't something that I looked at so deeply, which I can see why people will take it deeply. So I understand and I'm sorry that I wasn't sensitive to the topic when I wrote my comment, like, why are you guys taking it so personal? Because it can be a personal thing to certain people because colorism is a real thing. Okay, so here's the thing. And this is my thought on this. And if y'all don't like it, oh, well. I honestly believe that that's what she meant. I think a lot of people, a lot of black people, black women, they felt the way because they thought that that was like a, I'm better than you. Now, she, it was Cap where she tried to act like she didn't, she doesn't know that colorism exists or, you know, she doesn't have privilege. You have to know that you have privilege. You, you, you just do. Like, that was bullshit. But at the same time, I'm not going to sit here and say, because I'm dark skinned, right, that lighter skinned people can't be happy about who they are. They can't celebrate who they are. There's a lot of mixed people, black people, biracial people. They should be able to be happy with who they are. You know, I'm not going to say only dark skinned black people can talk about how popping their melanin is or how, how, cause I can talk about my brown and my darkness and I get it. I get it. Things that I get it. There's an oppression. There's all of these things that there's a lot of trauma that comes with being dark skinned. I get it. But at the same time, I'm not going to choose to live in that space. I'm not going to choose to live in that headspace. If you want to be light skinned and you want to say, you know, yellow bonus, what do you want? And I, you love being a light, bright, pretty girl, pretty guy. You know what? You can have that. I'm not going to feel insecure because I feel like I can stand next to the lightest and the brightest bitch and I'm still pushing through. Okay? I'm still going to push through. So you being you being happy that you light skin and you smooth, that's cute for you. But baby, when I bust through, I'm busting through too. So no light skin person, no mixed breed person is ever going to make me feel some type of way about myself. Now, that is something that I have to learn though. But I'm just saying I'm at a point now where I'm not offended by things like that. And I also think that people that are a different shades of black should be able to celebrate who they are. OK, and those are my thoughts that that literally my thought on that. But within the last year, social media hasn't uh, let Danny forget about her tone deaf song. OK, so when she sat with Angie Martinez recently, she addressed the situation again and tried to take accountability. Let's take a listen to this audio. Think about you put this song out was like a year ago, was that a year and a half? It was a year, it was like a year, it was a snippet, it wasn't even a full song, right? Mm -hmm. Called Yellow Bone, right? Did you have any idea how that was going to be received? No, I when I did drop the snippet and saw how everyone reacted, I was like, Who was like, I messed up, mm -hmm. I messed up, I didn't super realize it at that time and that's why I responded like defensive um but it was it was a horrible mistake it was mm -hmm. not a good moment for sure for me and it was a hard time in that time like a lot was going on in my life like me and baby broke up that happens me and my family I was pregnant like it was just all at once so mm -hmm. I was like ooh, what is God trying to teach me right now because it was definitely a learning lesson for me mm -hmm. and I just want to say to everybody that I'm super sorry because mm -hmm. I, it just was a mistake. I, I'm a Dominican woman. I have family members that are dark skinned. My daughter's a black girl. Like it just was 
to even speak on skin tone, like I realize how like messed up that is now. Well, she took accountability. Are you guys going to forgive her? I think we should forgive her. But here's the thing, girl. Don't say that you realize it now because your daughter's a black girl. Like, your daughter wasn't a black girl when you made that song. So we don't give a damn about you having a black daughter and black friends. It didn't matter. I hate when people do that. Yeah, I can say, nigger, my friend is black. No, you cannot, okay? You cannot deduce um, <laughs> because you have a black daughter now. Now you feel it. No, no, girl, it was wrong. Um, the people, they felt the way, okay? Now, Blue Toulousma, who co-hosts Hollywood Unlocked with Jason Lee and Censored, said in a previous episode that Danny doesn't consider herself Afro-Latina and that Black girls are jealous of her. Take a look at the video of Blue. Afro-Latina panel with Danny Lay several weeks before Yellow Bone and behind the scenes while they were doing mic checks and everything, we were talking about the Afro-Latin experience, and I don't know if she thought I was one of those I know Black Dominicans, but she was real candid with me, and she told me directly to my face, I don't consider myself Black, but I like Black music and Black men, and I wish Black women weren't so jealous about it. She said it to my face. Mm -hmm. and, and then we had a conversation where I said, sis, I need you to never say that in public. And I tried to tell her that she needed more education around the Afro-Latin experience. A couple weeks later, that song comes out. I was like, oop, she didn't listen to me, right? So I know for a fact that Danielle does not consider herself black. If she's changing her story, I'm calling Cap because she said it to my face that she does not consider herself black, but she uses the N-word. Wow, 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 wow. Well, we have to take Blue's word for it. And I believe her. I believe that Danielle probably did say something like that. A lot of these racially ambiguous Latina girls at times, they are black when they want to say nigga. Uh, Jocelyn Hernandez recently did that on her uh, on the Zeus Network, uh, the uh, reunion. She went on there and that really messed me up. We got to talk about this for a second. That really fucked me up because she the first thing that she said was, and let's let's get something straight. I'm a I'm a black girl. I'm a black girl. Girl, Jocelyn Hernandez, you are not no black girl. But you know what? Some people say some people say that she's black. Some people say she's not. I just feel like some of these girls, they use being black when they want to like kind of culture they want they want to borrow from the culture they want to say nigga they want to you know they want to do that stuff they want to yell up bonus what he wants and it's like well i'm black too you know so i get it i think that's the problem that other black women have because it's like you don't really want to share the black experience of black women or black people you only want to share the trendiness you only want to be able to say nigga and sleep with the you know the man like you don't really want to be in the gutters. You don't want to get pulled over black like a black person. You know what I'm saying? You don't celebrate black culture. It's to me, here's the thing. When we get into this like Afro-Latino space, if I only see you celebrating your Hispanic side, then you ain't black. You know, if you don't ever do nothing for Black History Month, but you always doing something for this Spanish New Year and that Cinco de Mayo and this Quinceanera and this De Los Mortes, you ain't Black, okay? Because we need to see you baking some cornbread and frying some chicken some point in February, okay? You know, and it's a lot of these girls out here that do that. They don't, they be quiet as a mouse in February, but every other holiday is ghetto and pedo and pedo and ghetto and eat, 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 eat. Okay, and then when it's nigga, they a black girl. So I get it, and I be triggered too. 
I do be triggered with that. I do be triggered with that. Okay. But anyway, responding, Daddy Lay said that that was all cap. She said that Blue was full of shit. Uh, let's take a let's take a look at Daddy Lay's response. In the interview, I say I'm Afro Latina. Why before the interview would I say some wild shit like that? That's not my character. There were five other women on that panel. Get them to vouch. I would never say something like that. It don't even make sense. <laughs> so now we don't know who the hell to believe. Now you could just you could believe Blue or you can believe Danny. I'm staying out of it, okay? Now in her recent interview, Danny also spoke on her relationship with the baby and how toxic things grew between them. Let's take a look at this audio. When you were in, well, me and baby we have been talking for about or been together for about like three years on and off. Mm -hmm. We started talking like September 2019. So I. It was toxic. Mm -hmm. You know, we had our really good times. and we I was going to say, it doesn't start ever start toxic. No, we were like this in the beginning. Like, we were in love. Like, that honeymoon phase, like, you know, it was really good. We both were kind of at our peak of our careers, too. Like, I had Rolling Loud. He had Rolling Loud the next day. Like, it was just always, like, we were always both so busy. Mm -hmm. I had Fashion Week. Like, it was intriguing for both of us to be, like, you know, doing good. And, like, yeah. we would be supporting each other. So, it was good. And then, of course, he had his little mess ups and stuff. So we break up for a month and then get back together. Mm -hmm. And then again, we break up. We broke up a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> there was a lot of on and offs going on. But during that time, I definitely wasn't his side piece. Um, and he yeah, he definitely called her a side bitch on live. That was a mess. Firing back, the baby took to his Instagram and slammed Danny for now just speaking out. Take a look at this video. It's about, I feel like you waited too late. I told you back in December, you should capitalize off the situation. So I feel like that's a bad move. I also feel like it's a green move for, you know, your label to have you, you do drop the interview the same, the same time you're dropping a new song. I feel like y'all kind of showing y'all hand. I feel like y'all should have put that together better. I also feel like, you know, before we got on your brother ass, you were just at the London with me that whole week getting busy. And, and I also feel like you should tell them folks the real reason why I put you out is because you were stalking my other baby mama and that shit was affecting, you know, my relationship with my, with my princess, my big girl. I'm grown, I'm an adult, you know what I'm saying? Like I don't gotta coexist with nobody who, you know, who too toxic for me or who, you know, who don't serve me well, you know what I'm saying? So I owe the world no explanation for that. But even, you know, when I could have cleared my name, I took the high road and I ain't tripping about that. I'm proud of that. Cause I could have smashed on all that, but that would have, you know, that would have left it, you know, and I ain't with that. I don't want Shorty broken. I just didn't want you around me no more. You know what I'm saying? She definitely was a hoe. Like it, the way that he's treating her is very much so like, Girl, like he's playing in her face. Like he has no respect for her, even for her to be his baby mama too. He literally has no respect for her. He's like, he literally takes her as a joke. So I'm not sure at what point it went left in their relationship, but she clearly kind of just gave it all up to him. And she clearly just didn't really have a lot of self-respect for her, you know, because from the way that he just talks, you can feel like this nigga don't really care about you. He hit it. He quit it. He he could bring you back whenever he wants. Like he, the baby, if he wants to fuck her right now, he could call her up and she'll get on a jet and suck his dick. 
Like, and he knows that. And, like, he be playing with her like that. And then slightly, no shade, Danny Lay's career kind of, I mean, it was on the up and up, you know, before she got with him. And that's kind of when he got in. He kind of went a little bit further than her because as soon as she got with him, it was almost like she said, well, fuck my career. I'm just going to be, you know, the baby's girlfriend. And so she kind of fell off a little bit. Then she became the side piece, the baby mama. Then she's getting to it with the other girl. She didn't do that right. And so once you show a man that, listen, you're going to give up everything for him, you're not that important anymore. I think at some point he actually looked up like liked her because she was getting busy. She was working. She was she was hotter than him at one point. I think people People missed that. Like Danny Lay was hotter than the baby at one point, and then he just sucked her soul out. And now she just looks a fool. And then on top of that, he calls you a side bitch on live. Sin says you were stalking his baby mama, and to make matters worse, beat your brother ass so you can't even call your brother to defend you. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Uh, the baby's baby mama Mimi also fired back at Danny's interview, calling her a side chick. Take a pic. Take a look at this picture of uh, D, uh, Mimi. Okay, side chick tried to turn main chick while throwing rocks and hiding your hand, and now looking for sympathy from the world. Fuck out of here. My silence and saved a lot of face. Feel how y'all want to feel, but ain't another person gonna holler about holding Mimi accountable. I be quiet, but y'all still find some way to tear down my character. Ain't never been bitter or mad. And funny thing is, I was being attacked for a year and some change, but ain't never looked to play victim. I'm not really going to go too far into this because I already know there's a lot of optics that play with this Mimi situation, but we're not going to sit here and act like Mimi just be so quiet. I cannot stand a person that just be like, I don't do nothing to nobody. Everybody do something to me. I'm the nicest person you'll ever meet. I'm the most giving person you ever I'm an empath. You know, that type of person. I don't trust them motherfuckers because them motherfuckers be liars, okay? You no, know, you do nothing wrong. But every chance you get, you on social media telling people, you know, throwing shots, but then at the same time talking about how you don't do nothing wrong. You're just as much as with the shit as she is. You don't like Danny Lay. Danny Lay don't like you. Y'all both trying to, y'all both still fucking on the baby. He got million dollar dick. It is what it is, okay? And now Danny Lay done fucked up and made the yellow bonus what he want, okay? You Mimi, you you noticed the world was like, all right, girl, I'm the black girl. You're going to play on it a little bit. No shade. You know, if he go and keep continue, if, if, if he debated, if the baby don't act right. You threaten the daughter. He can't see his baby. Women know how to do this. Oh, you won't see. You got that bitch disrespecting me. You won't see your daughter. All right. So now I got to get her out of here. I'm going to make it difficult for you because now we're going to use the kids and shit because you really want some dick too now. And you feel like the light skinned bitch is trolling you and you want to make a statement because you feel like you're the main one because he come probably talk shit about you to her and talk shit about her to you. You know what I mean? Like women play a lot of games here. And so I'm not going to sit up here and act like, you know, it's all Danny Lay. Mimi is not innocent either. And you can tell because he literally said that he had to cut Danny Lay off because he was a, she was apparently stalking Mimi. I don't know all the details in that, but she was stalking Mimi. And because of that, it was messing up the relationship that the um, baby was having with his daughter, which means that Mimi probably was threatening to withhold his child. OK, Mimi also told Danny that karma is a bitch. Let's take a look. <laughs> I set my black ass back. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> she didn't say that. I I just read it like that. Okay, I set my ass back and let everything unfold. Carver, just a bitch. But we already knew that. And side note, 
anytime I ever said something to a hoe, it's because they came for me first. But let me tell you this. Why couldn't you just let the interview view be what it is? You know, just let the interview be what it is. You don't do nothing to nobody. You stay quiet. Why every time Daddy Lay or the baby in the news, you got an Instagram story post? And you just so stay out of it and mind your business. It's so quiet. Because I feel like the only time I hear about Mimi is when something happened with Danny Lay or the baby. I know I'm not lying. I know I know I'm not crazy. Y'all know that she only pop out when Danny Lay is in the news or the baby's in the news with some woman. And then she's on her line busting subs. So she, like I said, she ain't that innocent either. But hopefully they can all get together and coexist for the children. Okay. Now, let's get on to another story. Now, Joe Button got the girls fighting, all right? Um, Joe Button's ex-fiance, Sin Santana, and his new boo, Sade Monique, were caught throwing subs on Instagram. Is Sade Monique black? I'm telling me that's that name sounds black. I'm only asking that because, remember, Sin went viral, too, not too long ago about talking about how Joe Budden only like Puerto Rican women. You know how they love the Puerto Rican women and how it's they like the spicy caliente women. A lot of people did not like that when she came out and talked about how black men love Latino women. Okay, they were dragging the shit out of her. And they were so happy when Joe Budden cheated on her and was leaving her for black women. Okay, you got to watch what you say because... The people will be on your side until you start doing too much. And that, that, you know, usually women will be with you. But you start talking about, yeah, he liked the Latin women. Then women going to tell that black man to cheat on your Latin ass. <laughs> and they're going to be here for it. They're going to be here for it when he start cheating on your ass, okay? Now, Joe and Sin first got together in 2016 while co-starring on Love & Hip Hop New York, okay? In December 2017, they welcomed, 2017, they welcomed their son, Lexington Button, which is one of the cutest kids in the whole entire world of me. That little boy is so cute. Um, and in December 20, uh, 2018, Joe proposed to Sin. But four months later, they ended their engagement with Sin, claiming Joe was unfaithful. She says she found photos of another woman in his phone um, and cl a claim he never confirmed or denied. Now, three months after Joe and Joe and Sin ended their engagement, he was spotted at his annual pool party with his current boo, Sade Monique, who was grinding on him poolside. Since then, Joe and Sade have slowly become more public, but now things are getting heated as Sin recently posted to her Instagram story, seemingly warning Sade about Joe. Let's take a look at Sin's Instagram story. Being in a public relationship can be so scary nowadays. On the gram claiming one thing, but off the gram being silly. Laughable things, man. <laughs> okay. Sin then said this. Let's take a look. Imagine being with someone, then you go public too soon and find out they're a whole clown off these apps. I'm terrified how y'all be claiming people. Que peña, que peña, que peña, que puto, puero, que why, por qué, why, yo, why. And an apparent clapback, Shade called Sin El Salty. Take a picture, I mean, take a look at this. All these flavors and you chose to be salty. Yikes. Sade then posted a meme confirming how long she and Joe have been together. Let's look at this Instagram story here. <laughs> Stay low key, then pop out. Have them like since when? 
at years. <laughs> People are ridiculous. Like it's like, girl, the thirst is so real. The cloud chase is so real. I don't give a damn who Joe Budden is sleeping with her banging. Like, girl, Sid, neither should you. Okay, you need to go find a man. Sid is another one of those girls that lost their like. Sid was really, really bad at some point. You know what I mean? I just felt like, and she was young and sexy, and I felt like you know she could get to a point where you know she could give Joe Budden hell, but still, Claire looks like she's still holding on and being salty. Sid, you are not even thirty years old yet girl i don't even think go get you a man go get you a bbl or another bbl and go get you a man girl you have some good music out okay you look good you know what i mean get you some confidence i don't know how y'all be letting these older niggas run y'all like that since you even got a little clout child i wouldn't even be worried about it okay anyway after sending shot sade then said let's all stay positive take a look manifesting a good day week and life Let's all stay positive. First of all, Sade, damn, Sade was titty. Can we bring that back up real quick? Can we look at those yitties on that? That's a black girl right there. This the way. Yes, Sade. Yes, Joe. Yes. Okay, okay. Come back to me. Come back to me. Okay. I just, I the, the chest was city. That was really nice like that. Real perky. Okay. They did a good job. Okay. But listen, honestly, 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 Joe, Get your girls, get your holes, get your holes together, okay? Responding to Hollywood Unlocked's post, Sin may have made herself a little bit more guilty. Let's look what Sin had to say in Hollywood Unlocked's post. Eh, nah, lol, y'all were off, but I can see why. People be delusional on this app, and Joe ain't the only man in these streets. Plus, I do not recommend fighting over baby daddies. Not cute. God bless. Sin, you looked a little press. You looked a little press, mommy. Okay. Um, just move on. Let it go. Que pena. Okay. And I want to say something again to Sade. It slipped my mind because I was looking at those rack of titties. Um, listen, I don't like titties, but you know, they would they look nice. Wait, hold on before I lose my thought again, because I can't talk about your titties, girl. Okay. So thought coming back. Stop. Let's not use manifestation. And, you know, and all of these and God and prayer and universe and energy to try to be positive after you've just been throwing shade. Stop all that. And, and motherfuckers want to start throwing shade. They're going to say, well, we're also manifesting a beautiful day, beautiful life, beautiful week. Let's all stay positive. Girl, we ain't staying positive. You was just talking shit. Stop that. Why do people do that? Anyway, uh, meanwhile, the fans wanted to know. How how the girls could be fighting over Joe, who's recently been trending after addressing his sexuality. In November 2021, a clip from Joe's podcast began circulating of him talking about the baby's controversial LGBTQ moment. Joking around, Joe said he likes everybody, guys and girls, so that LG so that the LGBTQ community would would wouldn't come for him next. Take a look at this audio. Today, CEO of the LGBT plus Q plus organization relationship unleashed Gwendolyn D. Clemens revealed that she and others from the nonprofit signed off on the baby's appearance at Rolling Loud, New York this past weekend. Fam, you got to get okayed by the gays to perform. How do I spread this news? How do I spread the word? I think you got to call the CEO. Yo, yeah, you listen, gotta, you got to make sure it's okay. I like guys and girls. Spread the word. 
When the clip got taken out of context, everyone thought Joe had come out. And recently he was asked about the clip. And here's what he said. In show. Give it to me. About being bi. Give bro. it to me. Is that a is that a fact? I'm not ready to share my personal journey. <laughs> that was a sound bite, though. That yeah, therapist talk right there. Thing. That was a sound I'm bite. I'm not ready though. to let you guys into my world. <laughs> oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> this nigga don't care, yo. What the fuck are you talking about? This nigga don't care about motherfucking Yo, Only in hip hop, you niggas think that's cool, yo. I heard you say something. Yeah. Yo, you like dick. <laughs> 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 only in hip hop do yeah. niggas think that that's not an intrusive question. Intrusive? That is invasive. Oh. You said it to the public. You said Yo. That's my You said this to the public. Yo. Yo. That's my lifestyle to share, not yours. Yo. Oh. 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 Yo. So, so wait, wait, wait. wait. Yo. So you shared it. Oh. That's Should not I... your place to pull me out of the closet. <laughs> Listen, Joe Budden is clearly not gay, guys. I don't believe he's gay. So although I don't believe that Joe Budden is gay or bisexual, I will I will leave you with this. A lot of these straight men that are out here in 2022, they are very comfortable with their sexuality, okay? A lot of OnlyFans, straight men, a lot of men are on OnlyFans busting it open. Gay for pay. A lot of these straight men now, especially here in L.A., I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know who's gay and who's straight because sometimes I feel like I look more straight than the straight boys. I mean, these straight boys be out here looking soft and metro. I mean, nails done, hair done, ass out, nose ring, belly showing. You know, you know they getting their ass ate. Okay, let's be very clear. So I will say this. A lot of these men out here is starting to be a little bit more with the shit. Um, and so maybe Joe Bud is a little bit more sexually fluid now within, you know, his heterosexual realms, because, you know, a lot of women are becoming a little bit more dominant. A lot of men are becoming a lot more submissive. I'm learning and I'm seeing and I'm observing a lot of that. OK, uh, but I do not think that Joe Button is gay. So I just think that's so stupid. Um, so let's move on to another shitty couple. Um, Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. All right. Johnny Depp. $50 million defamation battle with ex-wife Amber Heard is still on and shocking details keep surfacing. Like the incident with Amber alleging pooping in Johnny's bed after a fight. I can't even really format like, bitch, the only type of shit, you know, you know, girl, I was really about to try it, but I'm not about to do this. But listen, <clears throat> shit is not welcome in anybody's bed at all at all okay don't shit in my bed like you know first of all i'm a gay man so you guys know how i give it up i don't even want motherfucker to shit on me like when i'm you know what i'm saying like you do that you out here not even like you know you gotta go let alone just come and like shit in my bed that's disrespectful white people do some real disrespectful ass shit to each other okay at the time she told johnny it was one of the of, of his teacup yorkshire terriers that left the mess but johnny and his housekeeper, who found the shitty bed, said it's impossible because the pieces of shit were too big to have come from his tiny pooch. Even a former employee testified that Amber did it. Johnny's chauffeur said Amber told him she left the shit, or no, she left a surprise in the <laughs> in the boss's bed, claiming it was a horrible practical joke gone wrong. But now Amber's keeping her lie up. 
claiming the poop was most definitely from Johnny's pint-sized dog. She alleged that the pup had gotten into Johnny's marijuana stash and began to experience stomach issues, causing him to shit all over the bed. <laughs> First of all, I hadn't even really got into this story. Um, and then once I got dove into it, I realized that, listen, this is a mess. Amber lying, Johnny is lying. I feel like they was all on some like heavy, heavy drugs and they were both very violent to each other. You know, reports that came out that he was allegedly sticking his finger up her and trying to see if she had cocaine in her crotch. They said that he shoved a bottle up her, like all kind of stuff. Like she's alleging all kind of nasty abuse. Then he said, then she's shitting in his bed and she's slapping him in the head. It's just a mess. I don't know what they got going on, child, um, but good luck with all that, okay? Good luck with all that. That's too nasty for me, too shitty for me. Everybody need to wipe their ass, clean their sheets. And if you feel like you got to go so far where you shit in a motherfucker bed and you ramming your hands up somebody's, uh, you know, cavity, doing cavity checks, you don't need to be with them, okay? You need to be separated. Yep. Y'all need to go your own separate and it needs to be over. Like it's gone too far. And that is some high shit. No pun intended, like for real. But I mean, you really have to be high to think, hey, this is a great idea. Let's shit in the bed. Like that's crazy. But anyway, let's get into this fabulous gagging merch. We know you have been asking about how to get some of this gagging merch. Well, here's where you can find it. Go to hollywoodunlocked.com forward slash shop to purchase all your gagging gear. We also have a membership program. I know you've all seen the gagging emojis that you can use in the chat, and it's only $1.99 a month. And we cannot forget the gag nation on Instagram. We finally have a home on Instagram. Make sure you follow our page at gag nation to stay up to date on all things gagging and check out some new segments coming soon. And... We cannot forget the beautiful Hollywood Unlock Studios. Hollywood Unlock has recently launched its very own Hollywood Unlock Studios. Take a look at the ad and how to book. Welcome to Hollywood Unlock Studio. Hollywood Unlock Studios is a full service, high end, one stop shop for all people who want to create podcasts, photo shoots, or other content. When I started Hollywood Unlocked, it was my podcast, Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored, that actually put me on the map. And so I understood how important it was to be able to put texture to a brand. But what I didn't know was where to find the resources to get the help that I needed to bring those dreams to life. And now that I'm making it, I want to make the opportunity available to you to be able to come in and create your own podcast, do a photo shoot, or create your own dreams right here in the middle of Hollywood in a full service, one-stop shop to service your needs. To join our community or rent the space to bring your dreams alive, go to hustudios.com. What a beautiful studio. I mean, this is amazing here. Like, I'll be honest with you. I'm here. I, whenever I come here, I'm always at, oh, I'm always looking around like, wow, this place is simply amazing. Now, but now it's time um, to hear from you. Um, you can call in by dialing our number at 402-GAGGING. That's 402 402- 424-4464 or jump on the video chat. Please make sure if you are coming through the video chat, enable your echo cancellation. And if you're calling, please pay attention to the phone call and not the stream because you may miss your chance to gag. All right. 
So now it's time for my thoughts or thoughts and prayers. Sorry. Yes, the best report. <laughs> hey, Armand. Oh, my gosh. I was laughing at you. Um, okay, so let's get into the messy report. Um, the shootings, uh, I think that they are so sad, and I think it's disgusting. Uh, white folks are always trying to make excuses uh, for their badass kids and placing the blame on something ridiculous. And I think that the blame needs to be placed on you, mom, because you should have beat this nigga's ass. I think that is the problem. I think that uh, all these shootings and stuff like that could have been resolved with a good ass whooping. And I'm being 100% honest, not playing around with it. PSA, whoop your kids ass and it can prevent them from doing stupid shit later. COVID, that was a ridiculous fucking uh, excuse. Now, India Irie, I love her. But she was definitely dragging it. And I love Brandy. But we got to understand that Jack was in the womb when Mo to the E to the came out. So Jack may not understand that. So, y'all, can we please cut Jack some slack? Now, however, Jack, if you want to be down with the black people, I'm going to need you to do your research. Do your research. Don't be out here looking stupid. Now, Danny Lay. Give it a rest, homegirl. I am so over it. Uh, you did what you did, and now you look stupid because Yellowbone ain't what he wanted because now he's just your baby daddy. He wanted pussy. He got pussy, and that's what he got. Um, I think that um, what Blue said was absolutely true. I believe it. I knew that Danny Lay was capping from the beginning. I don't believe nothing that that, that whole has to say. And um, I think that it's ridiculous. I think y'all want our big black dicked men and you want to be able to say the word nigga. And then when it don't work out in your favor, it's toxic. No, what is toxic is y'all motherfuckers thinking that your skin color is going to get you privileged treatment. And as you see, you got done just like the rest of us. Okay. Now, um, and I do want to say you went and fucked this nigga after your brother gave a PSA that he was going to whoop his ass in defense of you. You are no good. You, you tried it like hell. So on to the next. Can't stand Danny Lane. Um, now, Joe Budden. First of all, who's fighting over Joe Budden? Who's really fighting over Joe, Joe Budden? We don't give a fuck about Joe Budden. He is not that guy. Sin, you looking a little bit like a bitter baby mama right now. And I like you, Sin. Uh, focus on your music and focus on your man or your woman because neither either one is not really doing too well right now. Um, and I don't think Joe is gay. I think he's too busy trying to find out where he's going to get his uh, next fix rather than trying to find out uh, the next person that he's going to fuck. I don't think that he's gay. Now, Johnny Depp. See, this is white folks is so nasty. And I've been telling y'all this since day one. Only they would do some shit like this. Not only did you paint this man's sheets, but Johnny, you and the maid afterwards went and examined the shit. You examined it. That's some nasty, nasty shit. This ain't Willy Wonka in the chocolate factory, my nigga. My nigga, y'all white folks need to get your bowels and your life together, okay? Now, remember, there is nothing too messy for the messy report, and we cover the mess so you don't have to stress. That's all, Armand. That was everything. So this is the part of the show where we get the people on to gag. So is there any more gaggers on here, Johnny? Okay. Hey now. <laughs> hey. Oh, okay, Evelyn, what's going on, Everlyn? How are you? I'm Brand good, friend. I'm living for the cheetah. I'm living for the cheetah and the top top. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Okay. 
Yes, I wanted to say first and foremost, rest in peace to all the people that lost their lives recently, all the black people. Um, I I think it's really, really sad. Uh, I'm tired of white people being treated like fucking royalty when they kill us. You know, motherfuckers getting taken to Burger King, motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying, being arrested peacefully, but we die all the time for nothing. You know, a baby's getting shot for having fake guns inside stores, all type of weird shit. So, you know, all I have to say is that we're not our ancestors, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, good luck with that. I'm not saying that I'm going to do anything because I'm, I'm chilling in my apartment. Like, I ain't got time for the bullshit. But a lot of our people are tired. So good luck with that. Um, when it comes to the Danny Lay situation, bitch, you're a side piece. You're a corn on the cob. You are string beans. You are yams, bitch. You, you ain't even macaroni and cheese. That's how bad it is, sis. Like, I'm going to need you to sit the fuck down. You're not black. She's not black. Before she came out with these second results of her DNA saying that she was 12% black, the first one said that she didn't even have no black in her. So stop using that shit when it's convenient. When you go over to DR to that house that you bought for your parents, you have to take off all of that black face, bitch, and you have to straighten out your hair and make yourself look as Spanish as the fuck you can because you know they racist over there. They won't even let the light, the dark-skinned uh, Dominicans that don't speak Spanish come over to the white side to get food and supplies and all of that shit in DR. It's really, really fucked up. Y'all are low-key racist. I'm Puerto Rican and black, but bitch, I love my chitlins, okay? I can't wait till they come out for this season because I'm going to get me some more and bake them and make them in my motherfucking house. I love my fried chicken, all of that shit, bitch. I'm so full. Yeah, I get down with some of those going boil too. You know what I'm saying? But I'm really a nigga. Y'all use that shit when it's convenient. With Erica, bitch, you're fake as fuck. You came on there and you thought you was cute trying to stunt. Oh, yeah, he liked this and he liked that. First of all, you and Danny Lay are not niggas. You're not black. So using that Afro-Latina when it's convenient. Oh, no, but I, but I Afro-Latina. I Afro <laughs> bitch, you're not Afro Latina. You're playing games. You got played just like us. You're a baby mama just like us. So do what the fuck you got to do. Like go find another rapper. You, you don't. You don't think Danny Lay is Afro Latino? She is no. She's not black. She's not black. She's no black. She's not a nigga. Is Jocelyn Hernandez black? I think that Jocelyn Hernandez, I've been hearing stories uh, on TikTok saying that she might be uh, a nigga, actually, and that she got adopted by some Puerto Ricans, and that's why she claimed that she's Puerto Rican. But I don't know. I don't even care. I think that she needs to get off the cocaine and figure out what she's going to do on Zeus to stop looking so motherfucking ratchet, bitch. You're 37 years old. It's time to get your life together. You know what I'm saying? You got a whole kid out here in these streets. Like, let's okay, do better. Let me ask you something. Let me ask both of y'all something. Do y'all really feel like she really meant like yellow bone is what he want because okay, look, yellow bone, yellow bone, the term yellow bone, the to- term yellow bone is for light skinned black women. That is the term that we have used for light skinned black women since the time of motherfucker, the time to turn, turn around the motherfucking earth. They yellow bone red is for a light skinned black woman. If you have black in you, you could be called a yellow bone. Yellow bone is what he want. No. You're not yellow bone, so you can't even use that. So you look stupid, you look dumb, you're a baby mama, you a side piece hoe. I feel sorry for you. As a matter of fact, no, I don't, bitch. Mm. Like, at the end of the day, in the uh, Amber Heard situation, I think that she did take a shit in this bed. They barely take baths. You know what I'm saying? They take a bath once a week. They nasty, they stink, they dirty. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so why did she get up to take a shit? Motherfuckers, the bitch, who was the one bitch that, that put the diaper on and drove all the way to go kill old boy? And, and his girl, and she had a diaper on. She never even stopped to pull over to take a shit or piss on the side of the road. Is you dumb as you stupid? Like, y'all is nasty as fuck. So, yeah, I think she capable of it. And I'm tired of hearing of it. You know what I'm saying? Y'all bitches want clout. And Mimi, her motherfucking ass, okay, like you said, 
she come out and she speak up because she feel like as soon as daddy lay or somebody's in the motherfucking media, she got to say something. We do not care. You are just his baby mama. We barely care about the baby. Okay, sis? But so we didn't care about you. Y'all both side pieces. Y'all both something that he fucked on and got pregnant because he wanted to go raw and nut up in you because it felt good. You know what I'm saying? So just play your part. Get your check and shut the fuck up. We do not care. Like, we have other shit to, to worry about. Our people are dying. How about that? Wow. Wow, wow, wow. All right. Uh, Jameer. Hey, what's up, Armand? Hey. Hey, um, so I just wanted to get right into it. So um, I definitely want to start with the Buffalo Mass Shooter. Um, before I say what I got to say, I definitely want to say rest in peace to the victims. Now, what the hell? Now, my issue, <laughs> now my issue is with him, first off, fuck him, his family, and the KKK clique he claimed. Because this is the bullshit right here. Y'all going to use fucking COVID as a motherfucking excuse? Like, what the fuck y'all think we dumb? Like, in the words of Remy Ma, are y'all fucking dumb? We not buying this shit no more. So this is what the fuck need to happen. I'm going to run it down for you, Armand. Joe Biden need to take his fucking crypt, keep her looking ass in office. He already in office. What he need to do is pass an anti-black um, crime bill, the same way they did for those ages, because there's no way that they should have gotten the bill, which they deserve, and we don't got the bill right now. I'm sick of this shit. Like, honestly, us as black people, we go through so much trauma on a daily basis. Like, how are we supposed to keep seeing this shit and be hopeful or, you know, remain positive that America will change? The fact of the matter is racism is not going nowhere. I hate to say that because I'm optimistic and I want to believe things are going to evolve. But this shit not going nowhere. I thought it was going to take for a few of the old white people to die. This nigga was 18 years old. He drove three plus hours to this motherfucking location. If that's not <laughs> racism, I don't know what the fuck it is. And like Queen Sharon said, him... Kyle Rittenhouse and Dylan Roof, those were some timeout babies. The reason why I'm well behaving is because I'm out with my ass as a child. You feel me? The fact that she whooped my ass as a child, that made me think twice about doing stupid shit. I play video games just like this nigga. I play Grand Theft Auto, Call of Duty, all that. None of that shit make me want to go out in real life and kill people. You know? So to me, something really got to happen and an example got to really be made out of these white fucking terrorists. Like, I'm fucking sick of it. I hope he fucking... Get the brum stuck up his ass in jail, and I hope mm. he fucking mayonnaise and sour cream sandwiches for the rest of his fucking life. Because at this point, I'm fed the fuck up. I try to be peaceful. I try to pray on it. I try to meditate. This shit is driving me crazy to the point where it's making a lot of black people not want to have no fucking kids. It's making us not want to reproduce because now we have to have parental paranoia. I'm fucking sick of it, honestly, or mine. Like this shit. Ain't, ain't nothing going to change, honestly, until they actually make an example out of these people. That's just my own um, personal opinion, honestly. Okay. Um, and um, I just want to speak on Danny Lay. Um, I've really brought this up on the show before. <laughs> um, Danny Lay, like you said, she really sacrificed her whole career for the baby. And all she got out of the equation was the baby. Congratulations, Jello Bone. That's all she got out of the situation. Um, I mentioned before, she was Prince's protege. She directed a music video for Prince. And she was a dope-ass choreographer. Now, all we know her for is that terrible song that she put out that never came out and for being one of the baby mamas. Congratulations. You played yourself, Danny Lay. And um, that's pretty much all I got to say because I'm pissed off about the whole Brooklyn shooter thing that anything else I couldn't really comment on. But um, you did a great job tonight, Omar. Thank you. Yeah, you just got to relax. Just relax. I know it's a tough topic. It was a tough topic for me. You got to find the peace somewhere. Just breathe. But yeah, I'm glad you got off your chest. Um, do we have a caller, Johnny? Hello. 
Hey, hello. Hey, Armand. Oh, uh, shit. I watch you. I watch you on your show on YouTube. Um, actually, got hit to you through Jason. Okay, period. While ago, but I love both of y'all. But anyways, I got a few things today. Bear okay. with me. Give me a second. Because <laughs> this mess with my spirit. Okay. Woo. Woo. Okay. So with this this white replacement thing, these white people are mad because they know all of their white um grandchildren and children are fucking niggas and Ooh. Puerto Ricans and Mexicans okay. getting nutted in mm. and they're having babies. Wow. Mixed babies, Hispanic mixed babies, Asian mixed babies, white it's all we all mixing. And they are becoming the minority minority and they're scared. That's mm. what this abortion thing boils down to. It has nothing to do with saving the babies. They don't care about the babies. It's literally all about protecting their race. So that's all they care about. It has literally nothing to do with saving the children. They're worried about their race. So maybe they can tell, you know, their kids and their grandkids to stop fucking niggas. Oh, wow. Simple as that. Well, I don't think they should use the stop verb fucking stop niggas. fucking niggas because I think that kind of further well, hurts well, the problem. Okay. Okay. Not not that. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> you, get, you get what I'm saying. Stop <laughs> doing what you're doing because that's what is happening. That's what right. I, we're, we're making races. It's happening every day, and that's why they're mad. So, like, just I would advise black people be on the lookout if you have to get yourself a gun. I know fighting violence with violence is not always the answer, but shit, they trying to kill us. So, I don't see why we shouldn't, you know, arm ourselves. <laughs> right. So, okay. Did you have anything else? Um, that was pretty much all. Oh, I was going to ask you. Do you think it's going to be a season four of the cabaret or no? Oh, child, that's a whole nother show. Um, it don't need to be, though. It don't need to be. That was trash. Um, and, and it's also feeling like that the Amber girl got paid off because she came out with a statement today talking about she dropping the lawsuit and she moving forward with her life. But what you don't know is I text her earlier today. Here's some tea. I text her earlier today because I asked oh. her what she was doing an interview because she was supposed to interview with me. She was like, well, she's just trying to figure out what she's trying to do and who she finna sit down with. But then this, then this thing came out. So I'm like, girl, oh, yeah, she must have got her coin or whatever whatever that's why she couldn't talk too much because me and her had talked a couple of weeks ago and then i had talked to her late last night <laughs> so girl i don't know the camera i was for her but then once that statement came out and then you know i got that text message like she trying to figure out who she finna sit with and how much money finna be where i'm like okay <laughs> I'm like, you know what, girl? I'm not finna even get involved with this. I don't know what the fuck y'all got going on over there at Zeus Network and a Justice Kevin Wright. So good luck with the bullshit, but thank you for calling in. Do we have another call, Johnny? Okay, let's take another one. I have another caller. You do have another caller. Oh, hey, what's going on? Talk to me. Hi, Armand. First of all, I love you, Armand. You're doing a great job on thank this you. show. Yes, we love and you we for all, watching. And I... Yes, and I only want to say, you guys, um, we all want to continue to, you know, be on a positive note and leave mm. with love. I love watching this show. I am up here gagging. Uh-huh. It is a lot of ugliness that's going on, you guys, but we just got to continue to keep our head focused. That's all I wanted to say. I can speak on each and every topic and, you know what I'm saying, got my own opinions, but yeah. Let's just continue to do it some love. I'm watching this show at the same time. It's different from how it is on the phone, so I'm just... 
I'm watching and I'm loving. You're doing Thank a great you. job, Armand. Thank you. We love you. All right, let's say I think we got another person in the queue that want to come up. Is that right? Let's see. Hi, who is? I can't see the name. Oh. Nunu. Nunu. Hey, Nunu. Hey, y'all. Hey, girl. I'm. <laughs> I'm about to. Oh, do yeah. oh you finna have a baby? Congratulations, and you watching the show and calling in. We love to see it. What's <laughs> going on? Not much. Um, R.I.P. I, I want to say you yeah. doing as well, Armand. I do love you. I, I caught you last week, but I was, oh my gosh, I was I was in shambles. But I got myself together tonight to be well, able I'm to glad you're here. <laughs> but and hey y'all. Hey Nunu. So um yeah rest in peace. Um I don't want to go too far in the race because you know how I get my my gad nation know how I get about racial uh, stuff yeah. I way off topic, yeah. and then everybody be snoring and be wanting to comment. And I see y'all comments anyway. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, please they, don't go off on a tangent. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I'm I'm just I'm gonna leave it at that. R.I.P. Um, but I will talk about Danny Lay. Oh, um, I feel like you know. Unless you, Wait, I'm new here. Hold on, hold on, because I don't know what you're finna say about Daddy Lay, and I'm not trying to be offensive, but you look mixed. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, but see, I'm, I'm, I am black. My mom is black, and my dad is Alaskan Native, so I'm in, I'm, I'm Native American and black. And I don't, I, I and I'm, a, I'm. We a, all got a little Indian in us. I, you know, I do too. I'm, no, I'm I, gonna, that's what we, I got the card. Hold on. Okay, no, no, don't pull the card. I don't want you to have a baby right now because I can't help. You. Oh no, baby. I'm trying to say is you got to give Daniel some grace because you, you mix, right? No, you no. Have to mix, um, okay. no, no, I, I, I'm not, I'm not island mixed. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm native. It's a difference. Okay, okay. Let's go. Okay, I just want to know. I'm new. Let's get. Okay, let's talk about okay. it. So if you want to talk about, I'm I'm her ancestor. You put it that way. That's okay. how my along my bloodline though. Okay. So let me talk about her. About that, I feel like. See on my on my driver's license, it says black. There's no there's no other, and there's no there's no option for Native American and black, or mixed race or anything like that. So either she got Caucasian on there, or she got black. Mm. So when I get pulled over and when I go to court, it's black. They treat me black. Ain't you like a Pacific Islander or Hispanic? No, 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 oh, no I'm not none of that. I'm Native and black. <laughs> so it ain't no Pacific Islander. Ain't none of that. Native American and black. But when I go to court, I'm black. When I put Absolutely. my hands on a white girl, I'm black. And I've been there, done that, and I beat my charges, but I was black. Mm -hmm. And I will, and they will pull your car. I live in North Carolina, so they'll pull your car. They're gonna let you know when you're a nigga. They're gonna let you know when you're black, and you're gonna get your car pulled every time that you try to act like you're not. So you know, I don't consider her black unless I see her license, and it says black, and I do believe blue. And I believe that she was, at first, poking with the uh, with the baby's first baby mama, and she was throwing a lot of colorism shade. 
And a lot of it came from what Blue was saying. And she thought having a little light-skinned baby, he was going to treat his baby, that baby, a little bit better than his first baby. So mm -hmm. I don't think it was just... I don't think it was just the baby mama thing. I think there was some other things too, because they uh, spend. There are a lot of Spanish girls that uh, feel like when they get with a black man, they forget. They forget they black. They forget all the other black babies, and only tend to their babies. Well, you know, but maybe, maybe it's not that, that but you know, a lot of these black men, they love a spicy Latina and maybe they're telling these women that like they're, maybe they're gassing these women up. Maybe these women don't yeah, understand. Until, until they find out until, until they find out how deep that racism is. Mm -hmm. I don't think they, I don't think the baby really, I, I'm not, I'm not, don't get me wrong. I ain't crediting him for nothing because I think he messy too. You know, I think he you know what I think. Here's what I think. I definitely don't think that she could should do that, but I definitely it's growing up in the hood. I we lived in the hood and my neighbors was Mexicans. Okay, it was blacks and Mexicans. And I think that the Latino community and the black community, even though that there is some prejudice and racism there within our communities, I mean shit. They broke and we and we be right. we be in the same hoods together. So I be feeling like sometimes it's like, you know. They know better than us. We know better than them. We kind of grew up in the same hoods together. So, and I think a lot of the Hispanic community feel like shit. We grew up on the same block. But I, to your I point, wish, I wish we could, I wish we could get more together because yeah. then we it won't be forty one percent black people in United States and a certain amount of Latino. We will be all brown, and then we will over we will overcome white people and white supremacy. Mm -hmm. you know? But that's the reason why race was even invented to keep us apart, you know? So finding a way that's, that's a whole nother, a whole nother story. But so um, moving on with the Joe Budden. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, first off, she was, she's a BBW that got, you know, her stomach flat. Because that ass is real. And them titties real. And what happens with a BBW when they get um, a BBL? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Sounds like a math problem. Uh, well, see, see, like a BBW, word problem. Uh, BBW have the best head, one. And have the best coochie, two. And oh. Scorpio, three. Oh. So... All Sin need to do is go on ahead and sit back. She gay anyway. She bisexual anyway. Go ahead, baby girl, on the ride and let that be your wife because he finna impregnate that because uh, uh, he ain't going nowhere. Oh, okay. Well, on that note, Johnny, do we have another call? Or... Okay, let's take another call. Now I have to start with the call asking everybody, is there a BBW or got a BBL? Hello? Trying to, we're going to have to move on to the next one. Okay. Do we got another one? All right. Let's, let's, let's take another one. Hello? Hey. Do you have a BBL or are you a BBW? No, I'm not. Okay. <laughs> let's go. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? You're talking about right. I'm gagging. I'm 
I'm I'm actually watching you on TV right now. Okay, period, boo. Okay, so I just got a few things to talk about. So first thing first, I want to talk about the whole um race thing. This is how I honestly feel about it. I honestly just feel like us as like black people, uh-huh. we need to stick more together and we need to um it needs to be some type of um leadership put into place to where we have a safe space to talk and we can um discuss these things amongst uh, amongst each other. Okay. And what does One that minute. look like? <laughs> two, two, I'm tired of them giving these people some type of mental illness <laughs> or some type of mental escape for them to do the things that they do and then uh-huh. get right off or get like two to three years and be back out. Just like, for example, the George Floyd situation, he ended up there over a fake check and this man went up in a whole grocery store, massacred people, and he walked out alive. Like, how does that, you know, like, how, how is that, like, how is that adding up? Two, I wanted to talk about the Denny Lay thing. Yeah. And this is just from my personal experience, but some Latinos kind of, like, you know, when you're in the hood, some Latinos kind of do feel like they're better than Black people. And, you know, certain places, they do. They act like, you know, even though we did grow up together, they act like somehow they're better than us. And to me, it's all based on skin color. Because especially if you're darker, they look at you like, ew, like, I swear to God, I had this one um, Latino ask my friend. She was really light skin. She was pretty black, long hair. She said, oh, my God, how is your hair so long? Well, that's insinuating that black people can't have long hair. Well, that's what I was going to say. And I think it's not, I don't think it's just color. I think that it's texture, hair, hair texture too. Cause I know a lot of black yeah, men like, and like yeah. men in my neighborhood and people that I've grew up with around, they may not like a white girl, but they, they'll go for the Mexican. Cause it's kind of like, that's the brand. The, they'll go to the Hispanic. Cause that's like, the exactly. brown. and then they it, feel it, like they can have it, a baby with good hair. Kids. They want a baby with good hair and good hair yeah. to them. is it, like, it, you know, mixed hair. And to me, that's very ignorant because it's like, if once people really fully understand the power of our skin and the power of our blackness, then I, I, I just, I, I don't know. I just wish people wake up. But the whole Joe Biden situation is that's a fool. And for, for me, I'm a trans woman, and I heard someone say like, "Oh, Joe's not gay." Well, the men I claim not say they're not gay neither, and I just ended that thing. Well, 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 that's a whole nother conversation. Now, I, that's just in, as far as you being trans, it just depends on how you identify because most men that I know no, course, that are into trans yes, are not I, into I, gay I, I men. So I wouldn't I consider woman. a man that was necessarily woman, into trans. When I, say, when I say that, I'm not insinuating that he is gay, but I'm just saying that men in 2022 don't think certain things are gay. So it would never be categorized as that's gay, if you know what I'm saying. Child. Thank you. Let's take okay. Hold on, real quick. Um, I wanted to say this though. Uh, but damn, I she fucked me up with the uh, the, the, the Joe Budden shit because I was really I had a good point here. Hold on, let me think about it. Give me two seconds. One, two. Damn it, it's not coming to me. But it it was good, man. It was good because we were talking. What was we talking about? Please tell me. We were talking about the race. We were talking about freaking race, and we were talking about black people 
and 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 and, and oh uh no black, no here's the thing i feel like black people like as, as, as far as us standing together and sticking together here's the thing guys like i feel like us as black people we don't even equate success to black people right we equate success to whiteness so anytime we think something on tv or work or success we look at white if it's not white behind it if it doesn't have that white tint to it and it's not and i mean that white tint where you can tell there's a white dollar behind it we don't feel like it's good enough until we know or we can feel like a white person produced this show or a white person came up with this idea or a white person has their hands in this pot then we respect whatever it is you know what i'm saying so i think until we start putting value into black whatever that looks like whether it's black television whether it's black food black whatever it is until we start seeing value in black None of that shit that we talk is going to matter because you're still going to have those black people that feel like, hell, you know, it, we ain't made it until the white man say we made it. And we all have that thought in the back of our mind at some place where, you know, it ain't legit until we got Sarah on the side. You know what I mean? But that partially comes because when you get a black person on board, they finna tell you what they ain't finna do, what this ain't finna be, what this ain't that, and they ain't this. And you need to hurry up and you're going to get this much potato salad for $10 not fucking with you you know what i mean so we have to have better customer service in whatever industry that we're in and we have to put our best foot forward when we do have these black businesses so that we can you know we can ha we can have that value so we can put the value into black people i just don't feel like us as black people really see the value in each other real for real for real we see the value more in white and that's just what i want to say um but yeah thanks um any more johnny let's do two more and then let's wrap it up Okay, I think that's it. All right. So, do you guys got anything else y'all want to say up here? Yeah. yeah. Okay, go ahead. Y'all um, sum us up. Okay. I just wanted to speak a little bit what you had said just right now. And, you know, I don't think it's just that. I don't think it's just whiteness. You know, whiteness is always going to be there. Like I said, when the last time I was on the show and it went left, there's 235 million white people compared to the 41.5 million black people and that's that's a reality that's that's you know that's that's logic and so you know we can't just do it by ourselves as just a black american community we have to do it as a group as all together and you know um those numbers are reality and they're real and people need to see that. And that's where the whiteness is coming from. And you have to understand that that's what the system is has put in, into us. And not only that, but every time that we had our own, every time we had our own blackness, our own black banks and stuff like that, we were torn down. And we mm. have been torn down sent over and over every time we get a black leader. So my, my question is, is, how many more black leaders are you ready to sacrifice in order to really push this movement? Because those white people, they'll sacrifice everything they got to keep to keep their power. Mm. What are we willing to sacrifice? Are we willing to keep on putting pushing through? <laughs> okay, you killed one of us, here go another one. You killed that one, here go another one. Because that's the mentality that they got over there. 
-hmm. they'll do whatever it takes to keep their power. Wow. Mm -hmm. That was heavy. Okay. Can I say one thing and I'm out too? Um, I literally just want to say this and I'm literally out. Um, I do think that a lot of this is rooted in hatred for themselves. So I don't want us to be so hard on ourselves because we are not the problem. It's a lot of them that's the problem. A lot of shit was put in systemically. So we are literally making up for the 400 years that we were that we were enslaved and we're trying to get out of it. A lot of us are out of it, but a lot of us are are, are still mental slaves. And it's the um, phrase, all our skin folk and our kin folk. So I just think that we got to be a little bit more graceful towards ourselves because this is not mm-hmm. us. This is them. And when it comes to like Hispanic, uh, Hispanic people in, in particular, not all of them, but some of them, um, a lot of them want to be within close proximity of white people. When I say that, when you're white passing, they will, you know, um, do things to be like the white people and they will shit on the black people. So for me, I just think that we got to be more graceful towards each other and, um, and, and, and not be hard on ourselves and understand that this shit was designed this way. And until we figure it out, we're going to continue to go through the same cycle. That's all I want to say. Wow. Well, it's time for thoughts and prayers. Okay, let me get serious for a minute. Um, I didn't realize this show was like, this, this whole show was underlined about race and like from the shootings down to Sin Santana and Danny Lay. It just, at this point, guys, it's just more of those, in my mind, it's like, hopefully we can all get along at some point. And, you know, racism will never probably go away. Um, but I'm gonna be honest with you. Make sure you look left look right when going to the goddamn grocery store think twice if you can order out you just never know you just never know i'm just keeping it real i'm at the point now where shit i i may have to start door dashing my groceries just because you know niggas is out here really shooting like they in a real life video game as far as the hispanics and the yellow bones is what he likes um we got to be very cognizant in this era in this day and age where we are you know where our words won't come back to hunt us and i am truly uh, a person of that because I've said some things, child, I'm paid for them. So um, I'm praying for all parties involved, um, from the people down to uh, in uh, what is that place? The people down in Buffalo, New York, down to Sin Santana, Joe Budden, um, down to the shitty Amber Heard and Johnny Depp, because that is a nasty, shitty situation. However, that's white people problems. So, you know, that's rich white people problems. So, but I'm praying for them too, because they're still human beings, right? And I'm also praying for Danny Lay to get closure from the baby. And I'm praying that Mimi is able to move on. Okay. All right. Let's wrap this bad boy up. All right. That's it for this episode of Gagging with Jason Lee featuring me. And we are back at it Tuesday with an all new show. So stay tuned. I am your host, Armand Wiggins, and you can follow me all across your social media at The Armand Wiggins Show, okay? And be sure to like, comment, and subscribe to Hollywood Unlock on YouTube and follow us on social media at Hollywood Unlock. Also, make sure you're streaming us on these streaming platforms. And a lot of you guys have been asking how you can stay in touch with Jason and the team outside of gagging days. Well, here's how. You can text this number, 310-388-6463. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, I want you to keep that same energy, and I'll see you soon. Peace out. (laughs) 